Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Catherine Swift. She's the leader of WorkingCanadians.ca. Michelle Simpson, at Michelle Simpson. Uh, and, and Catherine is at Swifty, I-E, double O one, right? Just one O. One O? O one. Swifty, I-E, O one. I'm not like 007. I only have one zero. <laughs> you should be like 007. <laughs> you are like 007. We strive, we strive for that. <laughs> I mean, if I had to bet, Michelle, on 007 or 01, my money would be on Swifty 01. <laughs> exactly. I've seen up close what happens when somebody goes face-to-face, toe-to-toe with Catherine. It ain't pretty. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Mike Mike Microsoft sacrificed. (laughs) It's not pretty. Plus, it's expensive. We had had a shortage of microphones (laughs) for a period of time. That was not a proud moment for me, blowing out a microphone. What was was really entertaining was that the, the guest, the other guest, his chair moved back so fast... It was uh, it was quite a moment. Did but... his eardrums blow out? What was that? Did his eardrums blow out? No, mine did because I was wearing <laughs> headphones. <laughs> it is time for two beauties on the beast. The third one's got the day off. She's got a nerve. Yes. Yeah, Linda Leatherdale is. It's uh, Sky's twenty fifth birthday. Her daughter, and uh, birthdays are so important with in the uh, in the family with because we all know how. Critically ill Sky was, and it was only through um, a, a blood a bone marrow transfusion. Yeah, that's right, bone marrow transplant. That yeah. that that started actually the connection with the person who, as Linda will tell you, the person who had the matching marrow started here with us that's talking right. about it. Yep, which was wow. quite remarkable. And then the donor and the donor and the recipient are not supposed to meet, but the donor and her husband were at Sky's wedding. Which must have been just an incredible, incredible time. Yeah. So Michelle Simpson, at Michelle Simpson, she was seatmate to the current prime minister, who we know smoked dope <laughs> while he was in office. Should we talked cautionary tale too. Yeah, we talked about that earlier in in the day with uh, with uh, Mark and Jody Emery. So here we are, uh, beauties. It's Canada Day weekend. 149 years young. You know, I, I, I still remember, I mean, I'm, I've been around long enough to have been just sneaking out of my teens for Expo 67, which was a fantastic party. And the whole world came here. The whole world came to, actually came, went to Montreal. But the rest of the country was so, was so emotionally tied to our 100th birthday. It was just the, the best year-long party possible. And for somebody who just, I mean, I transitioned from 19 to 20 that year. It was a party. I was there too, Roy, and I was 14. Yep. I'll never forget it. How old were you? 14. Oh, well, then I, you and I didn't meet then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was funny, though. I, I'll never remember, or no, I'll never forget that I tried out my high, you know, I guess probably at that point, barely high school French, and got a, a few comeuppances from <laughs> various food vendors when I tried to, I'll never forget uh, trying to order a hot dog 
and asking for a saucisson show, which I thought was so, you know, uh, so Francais. And the funny thing was, the guy looked at me and said, oh, the hot dog? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's, that was exactly what it's like, would have recognized. <laughs> when I first went to uh, back to Quebec in 2007, and I'd gone through my high school and formative years in Quebec, I left when I was 24, or 23. And uh, not that it matters to anybody other than me. But I, when I went back, I was I was standing in line and I wanted a... A, a toasted bagel with cream cheese and bacon, right? And I know bagel is bagel, all right? It's bagel. Fromage yeah. laissez is the cream cheese, the light cream cheese. Bad beurre, no beurre, no butter. And I'm thinking, what is the word for bacon in French? And I'm struggling, and I'm looking at all the signs, you know, like the, the four-inch high font in French and the one-millimeter high font in English. And I'm looking for the word bacon, and I finally said to the person, en français, uh, bacon. Qu'est-ce que le mot en français? What's the word in French? Bacon! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, anyway. there's, a, there's a lot of franglais like that. They call it franglais. <laughs> exactly. I've told you once, I've told you twice, I'm not going to tell you a second time. Um, 149 years of this country's history. What does it mean to you guys? Um, what is Canada? How, how do you... How do you view Canada. What what emotions were you feeling yesterday? Michelle, I want to start with you. You're the person who sat in those chairs in the Canadian Parliament representing the people of Canada. What does this country mean to you? So, Roy, I've always been a proud Canadian, and I like you, and uh, thank you, Swifty007. I now know we're both the same age. But because I was at Expo, and it was the proudest moment, and there were school kids, they busted, that's how I got there, bust them in. Um, I think we have a lot to be thankful for, and I'm a proud Canadian. Uh, We are going to probably have an outstanding celebration we won't have expo next year for 150 because that tends to be a benchmark but there's also a you know to me a bit of a downside and um that is that people will take advantage of that to forward their own agendas it seems to me and maybe i was naive as a school kid that we were all together. We were as one back then. And I'd like to think that we still are. There was a greater sense, I think, of togetherness yeah. in 1967. Yeah. I really think we're, there was maybe a, a greater naivete. Of course, there was no social networking. There was so many of the things that we rely on and do today uh, and 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 are the backbone of our communications that didn't exist you actually had to talk to people you actually had to write things write your thoughts out and mail them off you had to um it was a completely different approach to life but it was a, there was a there was a greater sense of of family i think or is that just is that just us talking yep what do you think catherine well 
We live in different times, though. When I think of Canada, oh, gosh, I mean, there's so many thoughts. Uh, I am super proud Canadian as well, as Michelle said. Uh, and, and um, you know, I'm so proud of our country. I'm at my cottage right now, and I'm looking out at, you know, I'm in the Canadian Shield, you know, granite lakes. And, and to, that's a big sense of Canada to me is, is our land, is our, you know, physical kind of being and the vastness of Canada and, and whatnot. And, and our proud, I look at our proud record in, in wars. I'll, I'll never forget oh. being in Normandy. This is years and years ago. God, almost 30 years ago, I was in, in Normandy, um, just on a, you know, doing a touristy thing. And I, I saw the, like the, the memorials to the Normandy beaches. And I remember going to a bar. <laughs> it's a crazy story. And, and, this is, you know, long after the Second World War. My dad was in the Second World War, as I know yours was, uh, Roy, as well. And, and I remember sitting down and chatting with somebody. By that time, my French was much better, so I actually could function. And I remember chatting with somebody, and he heard I was Canadian, and he bought me a drink. And it was like... Nice. Because, it, well, it was crazy, because, you know, it was decades later. Yeah, yeah, no, but it's, it's that nice when that happens. to me was just mind-boggling, you know? And, but like Michelle, too, I mean... My complaint in my many moons of advocating for taxpayers and small business and stuff is that we're too tolerant. We're lucky. We're, lu- we're so lucky in Canada. We have natural resources that a lot of us revile. How stupid is that? C- countries around the world would kill for what we have naturally. We, we didn't earn that. We just lucked into that. No. And, you know, and I just think we should be more demanding as a people of our governments. Of, you know, and and it, it, it just frustrates me because I think we're darn lucky and maybe we don't appreciate the, the very good luck we have enough. One of the things that we need to do, and we talked about this a bit in the, in the last half hour, is that we need to hold those who manage our affairs, and those are the elected members of Parliament. Michelle was one. Uh, we need to hold them accountable. I choose not to, I, I don't like to call it governing, because governing is, establishes a separation between those there in that building and me. And I don't th- think that that separation should exist. It's managing pragmatically the affairs of the country as we res- expect them to be managed. That's the responsibility. But we are we are very forgiving as far as, as holding these people accountable is concerned. And, and they're nasty to each other. Look what happened to Michelle. Just because Michelle was being honest with Canadians. Well, that's the sad story, though, isn't it? Yes. You know, somebody that is trying to be accountable is punished for it? How stupid is that? But that's what I'm getting at, Roy, when I say, you know, we should be more demanding of our governments. But mind you, that's human nature. You look around the world. When do people really get up, you know, on their hind legs and do something? When they don't have the basics of life. And we're so lucky here that we do. We have low, low poverty. We have, you know, we're so blessed in so many ways yeah. that, that we're spoiled. <laughs> but there is. There is a populist movement, and it cannot be denied, and it should not be denied. And the fact that tens of thousands of people marched in London today, uh, counter Brexit, doesn't change a thing about the vote that took place. And the reason the vote took place, there is an international frustration. And it's being felt, it's being heard, it's being shared, and we ignore it to our total peril. And I mean that, to our total peril. Totally agreed. Yep. We can have it here, too, in Canada. And frankly, I think we should. We just had a report last week by the Parliamentary Budget Office, which has been consistent in its criticism of all governments. And good for them. <laughs> Bravo for them. And they've told, they said how much horrible debt uh, so many of our governments in this country are in. And do people not realize that's going to come home to roost? 
No. Exactly. No. People right. don't realize. Well, maybe they don't, but it sure is. Because I talk to my poor kids. It's come sooner than later. It, it's it's going to hit. It's going to hit future generations. And what a disgrace that is. If you have children, if you have little kids, or you have grandchildren, take a look at them and realize that they're going to be footing the bill for what's being spent now that we don't have. It's just you know you know when you get your visa bill, they tell you now. How long it's going to take to pay it off if you don't pay? If you only pay the minimum. If you only pay the minimum, it's going to take like 642 years and nine months. (laughs) And you don't worry about it because you're going to be six feet under. (laughs) Exactly. And nobody worries. We've talked about this before. And it was Tom Caldwell who said it the first time on my show. People don't ask anymore how much something costs. They ask, can I make the payments? Exactly. And that's encouraged. Not for how long is it going to take me to make the payments? But can I make the payments? And the answer to that question almost invariably is, you can now, but if your circumstances change, will you still be able to? It's not only that, but it's also a ripoff. I mean, one of my kids, yeah. when he bought his first vehicle, oh, Mom, I can make these monthly payments. I said, honey, let's do the math. We found out he was paying um, triple the interest rate that he would have to pay if he just took out a normal loan. Yeah, and that was an oh. eye-opener for him. Thank goodness. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, he's got an old lady who's... A grumpy one that <laughs> always looks at these kind of situations. But you're absolutely right. People are duped into it, whether it's a house, a car, or whatever. Oh, can you make this monthly payment? And every single institution that uses that rationale should be ashamed of themselves. There are now deals you can now pay for a car over 10 years, I've been, I've been hearing. 10, you know, 10 years. It's all about cash flow. And no one looks at interest rates and... Does the math? They go, oh, not enough, yeah. not enough people. But I'll, I'll tell you, my do, son will I never make that this. mistake again. Yeah, but more people need to pay attention to that. Beauties, yeah. I have to take a break. That's what I have to pay attention to right now. I have to take a break. We're going to come back with Catherine Swift, Michelle Simpson. If you're wondering where Linda is, she's at a wedding and a birthday celebration at the same time. So I doubt she'd be in any condition to go on the air anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing our Linda, <laughs> not, I'm not suggesting anything now. We talked about developments in this country, and one of the situations that we're part of is NAFTA. And we just had the three amigos meeting again in, uh, well, the the most recent um, incarnation of the three amigos. The next group may not be quite as friendly. What what do you make of, of, of of what's going on now with NAFTA and with Canada, the United States, and Mexico? And what do you foresee going forward, whether it's President Trump or President Clinton, the sequel? Uh, Michelle? With President Trump, I have no clue. And, I, you know, you were basically the three amigos. Two were essentially lame ducks. So, I, I, you know, it was, it was great photo ops, but I don't know that anything substantive came out of it. As, as far as I could see, there's still irritants, softwood lumber between us and the U.S., and um, I think we still have a mountain to climb. Well, maybe it was symptomatic of our great Canadian politeness, uh, but when I saw that the House of Commons unanimously in all political parties gave Obama a standing ovation, I thought, why the heck are we thanking him? 
he he uh, turned down Keystone XL pipeline while he approved very comparable uh, projects in his own country. He he has been very he's, he promoted Buy American policies to our great detriment in Canada, their largest trading partner, etc. Once claimed Great Britain was their greatest ally. Anyway, the list is profit lumber, as Michelle said. The list is very long. Why the heck did we give him a standing ovation? He's been bad, bad, bad for Canada. And it should, you know, that shouldn't happen, period. I'm sorry. And, yeah, the three of those things. Frankly, I don't see it. These things are always superficial, you know, so I'm I'm not shocked. But nothing substantive happened. Lots of selfies, lots of photo ops. Have a nice day. And that's what happened in the House of Commons. They were starstruck. But by Obama, oh, you know how, how lame are you to be starstruck by Obama just because he's POTUS, right? Just yeah, cause he's president of the U.S. Well, you get to see him in the flesh. Yeah, I guess. I guess I never met him, but I did meet I did meet Michelle once. I met his wife. Oh, she's oh. hugely tall. <laughs> I think I had to crane my neck to <laughs> when I met her. She was what so did you tall. talk about? <laughs> yeah. We have thirty seconds. What did you talk to talk to her about? Oh, at the time, this was this was the twenty ten. This was the 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 the, um, the big uh, G G ten uh, summit back in uh, in twenty ten. Right. So I talked to her about my usual grief, and you know, and then she left and went off and had a cocktail. Well, <laughs> we're going to do a segment just with the people that you guys have talked to and and, and have met. That could be a the, long segment, years. Roy. Well, we'll just I'm turn sure. it could be ugly. And that brings us to the end of this one. <laughs> Thank you so much, Catherine and Michelle. And next weekend, we'll have Linda back with us. Thank you, Roy. It's Beauties and the Beast every Saturday at uh, the last 30 minutes of the show.